Hello, this is Faith, your friendly neighborhood showrunner, and I'm here to introduce the season two finale. Yay! When I say we worked on this up until the last minute, I am not exaggerating and huge props to Josh and Katie for working their tail ends off so we could get this episode out on time. Thank you. Thank you very much. A lot of work went into this entire season and I hope you have enjoyed every episode and will enjoy this episode as well. And speaking of episodes, I know you want to get to it, so I will not keep you any longer. Please stay tuned after the credits for a little more information on what's in store for Apollyon in the future. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world. That ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Now, here is episode 20. Enjoy the show. Observer Pictures presents Apollyon. Written and directed by Faith McQuinn. This is episode 20, Obligations. Cypher, I'm here. 
Do we really have to stand here and watch this? I, I want to make sure they get everything. They're programmed to do just that. Then let's call it cathartic. Yes. <laughs> really? That, it's just mechs loading boxes. Let me have this, Gabriel. Emotions are strange. They're only strange because you have none. You both have enough for me. <laughs> This reminds me of college. You know, sitting on the floor eating pizza. At least this time it's because all your furniture is packed up and not because we're flat broke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that apartment was so very sad. Oh, do you remember that cheap printed couch we had? How could I forget? That thing gave me a rash. <laughs> what do you what were you doing on it to get a rash? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, this place looks huge with nothing in it. I don't know why you decided to have everything moved this far in advance. I want everything done when I get to Phoenix. I want to walk in and only have to unpack small things. Plus, staying in a hotel for the week feels like the vacation I've never had. What's it like moving to a new city? Oh my god, that's right. You, you never have. You sweet summer child. Okay, good <laughs> lord, you two. If I discount all that damn paperwork... It's essentially the same as moving from one apartment to another. Liar. What? Maybe moving back to a city you've been in before is like that, but moving to a new one? Uh, not at all the same. Nashville to Atlanta felt like I was going from my nice, safe childhood bedroom to fucking Antarctica. You don't know anybody. You don't know the best places for food. You get lost every five minutes. It's hell. Exploring new restaurants and museums. Seeing different landscapes. Finding a great little brew shop you would have never come across if you hadn't gotten lost in the first place. <laughs> oh, good lord. I'm never moving. The culture shock is not as terrible as poor stuck-in-his-ways Gabriel is making it out to be. You never know where life may take you. You could end up in a different country, for all you know. I like my life just as it is. <laughs> okay, I didn't mean anything by that. No, no, it's true. I love you both dearly, but... You need to be closer to your kids. Very much so. Are you sorry that you came back here? Not at all. When Kelsey and I split, I needed to make some serious changes in my life. I've done that. And now it's time to be a different kind of parent. Sometimes you need the time to change. I'm going to miss the hell out of you. Oh, I'm going to miss you too. Seriously? More crying? I'm not crying. She's still here for another week! Is that how long you're gonna wait to start missing me? It's really hard to miss someone who's not gone. <laughs> now who's the liar? Excuse me? I seem to recall a certain someone being very mopey for a few weeks when his best friend wasn't talking to him. To the point where I had to kick the two of you out of my house on Christmas. That's different. <laughs> <laughs> I'll miss you too, Gabriel. <laughs> what are your plans for your final week in the ATL? I can tell you what they aren't. She won't be my plus one for the honor banquet. You've never gone. And I really think you should do this when you're about to abandon me forever. I have zero desire to spend my final days in this city stuffed into formal wear and pretending I give a shit about what a bunch of scientists are saying. 
my sentiments exactly. I tried to get out of it every year, but Weiss would put me through hell. I like the honor banquet. Oh, of course you do. You also loved taking tests. I've (laughs) never met someone who got as excited about exams as you did. Uh, There is nothing wrong with wanting to prove to yourself that that you you know know something something well. well. Okay, okay, thank you. (laughs) What are you going to do with your last week? I'm going to get some peach cobbler from Meredith's. Mm, Great choice. I know. (laughs) I'm going to spend the day at the Botanical Gardens. Really? An entire day outside? Phoenix is lacking in the greenery, so I want to take it all in while I can. I thought you were all about the different landscapes. Doesn't mean I won't miss these. You'll be having one last home-cooked meal. Only if Gabriel is cooking it. Uh, Excuse me. I make very good spaghetti. That's nice, hon. (laughs) I will gladly make you dinner. Just let me know what you want. Perfect. In the meantime... How about some cookies? You are such a wonderful man, Gabriel Larson. I know. Oh my god. (laughs) Mm. If you can figure out a way for these to be shipped to me, I would love you forever. I'll get on that. Are you calling Kate today? No. No, this is your time. We're not talking about that. I learned my lesson at Christmas. Good for you on learning your lesson. Thank you. But, since it is my time, I decide what we're talking about. Are you calling Kate? Yeah. Lincoln is hanging out with some friends, so I'm doing it later. And I'll be there for moral support. You'll be fine. I won't, but thanks for the confidence. It might be awful. It will be painful. But it won't be something you can't handle. And we can get very, very drunk after the fact, if you need to. (laughs) Sounds like a plan. I thought you had the day off. I do. Where have you been? Bethany, I'm not one of your children. Anel said they saw you heading towards the radio tower. By all means, come on in. Why were you at the communication tower? Close the door, please. Why were you at the communication tower? I hadn't seen Cypher in a while. I thought it was time for a visit. I also heard that you asked Sarita to take over at the clinic next week. Would you like something to drink? No. Armand! I'm taking some time off. Are you going past the wall? No. You wouldn't tell me if you were. I would, and I'm not. You're not going to tell me what's happening, are you? I'm not. Why? Because sharing information means increasing the risk. Oh, dear gods. I'm being careful. That's not always enough. An incoming call from Revelation 20. I need to take this. An I know. I'll show myself out. Please drink this. No, I want to be completely clear for this. It's soda water. Oh. 
So, what time is she calling? Incoming video call from Hazel Narumi. I guess right now. Gabriel, would you like to accept the yeah. call? Yes, accept. Gabriel. Hi, Kate. Hazel. Sorry, Hazel. You've got this. Is there someone there with you? Um, my friend Theo. She's, uh, she's here for moral support. It's nice to know you found someone. Oh, she's not... Uh, yeah. How have you been? Perfectly fine. I'm trying to be polite. I didn't ask you to do that. I, I don't need you to do that. All right, let's get straight to the point then. Are you going to let me meet Lincoln? Oh, we are very far from meeting. This is a conversation about speaking to him, and I... I need to know why. Because he's my son. He didn't ask to see you. No. Then what is it? Are, are you hoping to get something from him? Are you are you dying or something? I'm not dying. Well, that's good, I guess. Gabriel! You want my honest answer? That would be the best approach. If he hadn't reached out to me, I wouldn't have ever thought to ask. Of course not. But the second I read his email, I knew that I wanted to connect. You had 15 years to do that. But I did. It's not something I'm proud of. <gasps> but I wasn't in a good place then. I'm much better now. <laughs> I... I'm married. I have two children. Twins. You, you, will you give me, a, give me a minute? Sure. She has... children. The woman who said she wasn't cut out to be a mother... Gabriel. What the fuck? Come on. You can get through this call. Does your new family know about Lincoln? Or me? No. Obviously, sharing your past transgressions isn't a good look for your new life. What have you told Lincoln about me? That you left and wanted nothing to do with us. What else did he need to know? At least you didn't make me out to be a monster. You took care of that part all by yourself. He must not feel that way if he sought me out. So your new family knows nothing about your old family. Yet you want to connect with my son because of, of what? Some deep-seated guilt that blossomed from his random email to you? I don't know what you want me to say, Gabe. Oh, do not fucking call me Gabe. Nothing I say to you is going to change how you feel about me. You're damn right. But Lincoln is old enough to make his own decisions about you. He wants this. I'm doing this for him. You were always so good with him. You have to tell him the whole truth, uh, Hazel. He has to know about your family. I'll tell him. I promise I will. <laughs> your promises don't mean shit to me, but I, I'm still going to let you speak to him. When can we schedule a hollow meetup? I was thinking a simple video call. Oh. I just thought it would be better if we could really see each other. No. We can work up to that. All right. It's your decision. Uh, of course it is. Well, let me know when I can speak to him. I will. Thank you for doing this. I... Yeah. See? You made it. That was 
utterly exhausting. But the communicator is still in one piece? And you kept your cool? For the most part. <laughs> yeah. And now the honor banquet will be as easy as a grade school science project. Oh, I hated science in grade school. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to drink now. Yes. Let's do that. Connect call. I'll be on a plane tomorrow morning. You're really doing this. You've spoken to your friend. <laughs> I did this morning. Everything is set, but we I'm can... i waiting. Right. So what did you tell this Cypher person? Is his name really Cypher? It's the only name I've known him by. Curious. I told him that I wanted to connect to a limits channel. It's not something entirely out of the ordinary. Every once in a while, we do it to... You know what? That's not important. You don't trust me? I didn't tell him the entire truth. You don't need the entire truth either. This is precisely why I needed you. For all this to come together. You don't have to flatter me, Severine. I'm already all in. I owe you so much. More than you'll ever be able to repay. You're certain you won't have to be present to make it work? I can control it all from my workstation. Isn't that dangerous? Not more dangerous than speaking to you about all of it right now. If you're at all questioning this plan, Severine, we should find a different way. We're running out of time, and this is the best opportunity we have. I don't agree, but I'm obviously not changing your mind. That fact hasn't stopped you from trying. <laughs> you don't have the monopoly on stubbornness. I prefer to think of it as strong-willed. Don't you have a plane to catch? I do. I'll message you in a couple of days. I'll be here. You go as a dream, as a dream, as a dream Things aren't what they seem, what they seem, what they seem No, we cannot speak, cannot speak about Something So we're coming clean, coming clean, coming clean Another round of applause for Lost Portals. 
Everyone, please enjoy the appetizers and each other's company. Dinner will be served shortly. Victoria, you look wonderful. Merrick, I didn't expect to see you here. When I heard the ambassador was going to be here, I couldn't miss the chance to meet them. Oh, pardon my manners. This is Theodore Ramsey. Theo. Nice to meet you, Theo. And this is my boyfriend, Gabriel. Gabriel, great to finally put a face with the name. I've heard so much about you. You as well. Merrick is my former lab partner. She recently moved into biological engineering. Oh, that's a big jump. It's what I studied before. What brought you to the veterinary department? Well, I... Oh, hello, everyone. Did, did you all see Ambassador Bennett? They're presenting Dr. Kana with her award tonight. Dr. Weiss, good evening, sir. Good evening. Gabriel, Theo, Dr. Kimothy. Good evening, Dr. Weiss. I'm going to mingle some more. Great meeting all of you. You too. I'll catch up with you later. Is your wife here with you tonight? Oh, not this year. She had more pressing matters. I really think she just didn't want to come and made up an excuse. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know why the ambassador decided to present this year's award? The ambassador and Savrine are acquainted, I believe. Really? Yeah, you sound surprised, Theo. You didn't know? I didn't. (laughs) Honestly, I'm no longer surprised by anything I find out about Severine Kana. And speaking of, it looks like the guest of honor has arrived. If you'll excuse me. Hello, everyone. Good evening, Felicity. Dr. Weiss? Dr. Ramsey, have you had a chance to speak with Dr. Carney yet? Uh, No, I haven't. There's no better time than the present. Will you join me? Um, yes, of course. Dr. Porter, lovely to see you. Felicity, it has been too long. Senator Armstrong, how are your sons? Oh, just wonderful, Felicity. You'll have to tell me all about them before the evening's over. I'll introduce you to the Senator later. Okay. Oh! <coughs> Dr. Kana! Dr. Kana, I'm Dr. Felicity Milgram from the DHH. Lovely to meet you. You, of course, already know Dr. Ramsey. Good evening, Theodora. Good evening. It is beyond incredible to meet you. Your work at the ICRS is just just something I've always admired. Thank you, Dr. Mungu. And Dr. Ramsey is following in the footsteps of brilliance that her mother laid down. May she rest in peace. Yes. Theodora is much like her mother in many ways, as I've been told. I'm so sorry to cut this short, but I need to make some preparations before the award ceremony. Please, don't let us keep you. I hope we can speak further. I would love to hear your thoughts on women in leadership positions. I'm in town for a few more days. We can maybe meet for lunch. Oh, that would be fantastic. I'll make sure to connect with you. Now, if you'll excuse me. I'll see if you can come to that lunch as well. No, you don't have to do that, Dr. Logan. Oh, but I want to, Theo. I want to see you succeed. I should get back to my meal. Yes, yes, do that. (laughs) Wow, you really have made an impression with Felicity Milgram. It seems I really have. Did uh, Dr. Kana have any words of wisdom? (laughs) She did not. (laughs) I didn't know they knew each other. Who? Dr. Weiss and Kana. They're over by the stage. I mean, Weiss is quite the social butterfly. (laughs) He does seem to be in his element. 
I'm gonna run to the restroom. I'll be right back. Don't let them take my plate. I'll guard it with my life. <laughs> what do you think they're talking about? I have no idea. Looks heated. Mm. Wouldn't you look heated too if you were having a private conversation with Xavier Weiss? <laughs> I'm sure it's nothing. What if it's something? It's a public event. And the ambassador is here. Again, nothing that woman does surprises me anymore. Remote connection terminated. No, no, no. Remote connection failed. Shit. Deepa, call Severine. Calling Severine Kana. Call cannot be connected at this time. Armand, would you like to leave a message? Disconnect. Okay, okay. We've gone this far. Let's get it done. There are many people who'd like to speak to me. Yes, but none of them are going to ask what I'm going to ask. And what is that? Are you worried? About the award? No. It's not my first. <clears throat> it is nice to have Kilian here. I haven't seen them in a long while. Of course you're on first name terms with the U.S. ambassador. Are you jealous? Always. <laughs> What are you planning to say in your speech tonight? I'm going to thank the committee for the award and say a few things about my years with the ICRS. <laughs> a few things. Xavier, I told you not to worry. Okay, this isn't the place, Severin. It isn't the place for what? Damn it, I'm trying to help you. No, you're trying to help yourself. And I promise you will come out of this with nary a scratch. Good evening, everyone. I'm Killian Bennett. But I'm sure you all know that. When I was asked to I should head to the stage. Severine, I Xavier, please go enjoy the rest of the evening. Our guest of honor is a dear friend of mine. And I may be a little biased, but her Catching receiving up? this award yes, has been a long time. She doesn't have much time for old friends at the moment. That's too bad. It really, really is. And it was no surprise. Come on, come on, come on. She is one of the best biochemists I've ever met, and easily one of the most genuine humans I've had the pleasure of knowing. Without further ado, please stand and give a warm welcome to the stage, this year's Hadia Nicole Green Award of Excellence recipient, Dr. Sabrine Kana. Great. Just in time. Should be a good one. Thank you, Ambassador. And thank you to the U.S. Consulate for this amazing award. Dr. Green was a pioneer and humanitarian during her lifetime. And as I accept this award, I hope that people will see me as half the person she was. This doesn't sound like the start to an innocent acceptance speech. You are I not allowed to call me paranoid ever again. I wanted to understand the foundations of life, not just at the molecular level, but also the larger systems within all life. When I received my doctorate all those many years ago, <laughs> I never thought that I would bear witness to something that would be so destructive to all the life I wanted to understand. She is an exceptional speaker. <laughs> she is exceptional. A virus killed my husband. I'm sure that same virus took the lives of many people you all loved as well. But to be angry at the virus gets us nowhere. 
that was part of my decision to be a part of the ICRS, to become a public servant. I wanted my expertise to be the reason no other person had to experience what I went through. The work I did within this institution helped make that desire a reality. That seems very close to revealing herself. I'm sure only a handful of people would make the connection. Okay. So I know we all have sacrificed something to reach our goals, to do our duty. A good night's sleep, a proper meal, relationships. Yet there are people who've made greater sacrifices than anyone in this room has ever made. They've sacrificed their lives, some willingly, most unwillingly. On this special night, I may be the one being honored, but we should really be honoring them. This is beautiful, as doctors, either Truly as physicians beautiful. or researchers. We as doctors, either as physicians or researchers, have always lived by the oath of doing no harm. But sometimes, the advancement of science requires us to decide what is harmful and what is not. Still think I'm being paranoid? She wouldn't. This is a live broadcast. Seems like the perfect time, honestly. Will you two be quiet? Introduction Sorry. into our society was an incredible feat of science that literally changed our world. I am proud to have been a part of the ICRS when it was introduced. I am less proud of the steps it took for us to get there. At the time, I knew I would be sacrificing my career, and I couldn't bring myself to do that. Now, my career has taken a very different path, and sacrifice has a very different look. The ICRS is on the verge of changing the world again, and as we've done in the past, we're relying on people who aren't in this room to make sacrifices. And unlike you, they are not allowed a choice in the matter. Still in awe of her felicity. What is she now, doing? Now, with the possibility of a new vaccine on the horizon, the DHH is performing human challenge trials in order to expedite the vaccine's development. That means that the clinical researchers are purposefully infecting healthy humans with AVS. They are also purposefully keeping this information from the test subjects. What on earth is she doing? Hi. We need to cut that feed. Felicity, I, I think the damage is done. Damage can always be repaired, Dr. Weiss. Lying to people when it comes to their health and well-being. The ICRS cannot hide from the people. They are meant to help and protect. This. It's better than crying. Oh, fuck. What? <clears throat> Dr. Ramsey, a word? Uh, of, of course, Dr. Milgram. 
This episode featured the voices of Marquita Richardson as Theo Ramsey, James David West as Gabriel Larson, Pamela Paul as Savrine Kana, J.K. Robbins as Xavier Weiss, Marisha Tapera as Reese Williams, Torres Fontaine Jr. as Armand, Kirsty Wolven as Dr. Milgram, Marina Verlaine as Victoria Kimothy, Courtney Holly as Bethany, Amanda Noriko Newman as Kate, Bob Raymonda as The Ambassador, William Ledbetter as The MC, Tanya Ransom as Merrick, and me, Dre Silvertooth as Deepa. Producer, Amanda Lorraine. Assistant Director, Van Donnell. Sound Design and Mix, Joshua Sui. Sound recorded by Courtney Holly at Bauman Sound Studios. Original Theme Composer and Music Supervisor, Catherine Seaton. Additional music provided by Soundstripe Music. Apollyon is an independently produced podcast distributed by Realm Media. For transcriptions and a full list of credits, please visit apollyon.observerpictures.com. The ICRS is keeping Okay. Wow. Hi. (laughs) I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I had so much fun writing this season and so much stress (laughs) editing this final episode, but um, it's done and I'm happy and I hope you are happy too. I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode and the entire season. Leaving positive feedback on Apple Podcasts and Spotify is great, but if you want to have a conversation, Podchaser, or even better, social media are the best places for that. You can find us at Apollyon Pod on Instagram, Facebook, Threads, and Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I still call it Twitter. I want to reassure everyone that there will be a season three, and it will probably be the final season. But that season cannot happen until we raise the money for it. That means that there will be a crowdfunding campaign later this year. And I would love to have your support on that. If you are interested in getting episodes ad free and hearing my director's commentary, along with some other goodies, you can also support us by joining Patreon at the $5 or $10 levels. $2 level is cool too. You don't get as many perks, but you still get some. And while you are waiting for season three, I would also love for you to listen to my other shows, Boom and Margaritas and Donuts. You can find more information on them and all the short films we make at ObserverPictures.com. You should also check out these excellent podcasts, Small Victories, Life with Leo, Harlem Queen, The Subjective Truth, Forgive Me, and That Vampire Show. I'll list all of these in the show notes so you don't have to remember them right now. Lastly, thank you, thank you, thank you. It truly, truly means the world to me that you took the time to listen to this show. You are the reason I keep doing what I do. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you soon. 
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.